This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Outside of the Ramah Torah, then that's going to be Moshe Chiyu, and you're going to start getting refused from something outside of Torah. So, you know, the fact that I can see that you're being a Sfiyah from your is something that gives me, that gives me concern. So, you know, you know, obviously, you know, that's, uh, you know, for, for people who are leaving the Shadrish, that's kind of a, a sobering thought, because on one hand, uh, no one wants to, whatever a person is doing, they want to be successful at it, and to have a thought of leaving the Shadrish and being, uh, you know, you know, second rate or third rate or, you know, schlepping along whatever you're doing, it's not very inspiring. But on the other hand, for from the saying, you know, if you're being like uh, then you've got, there's a serious problem. So obviously there's, you know, there's, you know, that sounds like catch 22. So there's, I'm sure there's, you know, more, uh, you know, nuance to be added into the point there, but there's making, maybe Rosh Hashim is the ladder. It's also, right, put the actually a person who did like somebody was not saying whatever he's doing. That, that was, <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't like low use of things. That I could, that, that that's, uh, I show you. So, I, I, I guess, let me use an analogy. Imagine there's a person, and if you like your family, your parents, your children, everyone likes a special opera, There are people who really have nothing with the world around, just that's their nature, they, they have a hard time forming relationships, so with the wife and kids, parents and kids, they're, they're, they have this, and other people they don't have. There are people who are very, very engaged with people outside, they just have a personality that, that it clicks well, but everyone understands that even though he's so friendly and, and so on, but there's a very different sense, copy your kids and, and copy the other people. The same thing, a, a person should be matzir, whatever he does. All of uh, you know, all the brachas of Christ say is that, that you matzir, whatever you do. But the difference between feeling that you're successful as a banker, as a lawyer, whatever, or <coughs> feeling successful as a yid, should be a very big, it should be a whole, it should touch a whole different part of a person. Um, you know, it, it's it's like, uh, let's give him a, a dogma. Um, if, if you're asked by your parents to clean up the house, organize it, um, and so on, so you feel good if you do it well, you make, make them happy, but you don't walk around afterwards all day long feeling, ah, the way I put the house together, the way I cleaned, was worried. It, it's, it's, the Nafs work is very specific. It's a job I needed to do, I did it very nicely, my parents were very happy with it, so myself. So, it means it shouldn't transition to becoming the person's um, sense of, of life. This is what I am. Once had a very interesting, you know, something you learn from people. There's a fellow who has a store next to me, Shiva, dry goods store, Weiss. I don't know if any of you learned the mirror, and if any of you noticed it, it's um, on a whole wrapper port. It's like, it's as big as this room. Um, and uh, you know where it is? You know Clothing. Clothing. Yeah. So he has two of each kind <laughs> of three or four kinds. So basically, it, 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 it's actually a very, very successful store. It, like he always he has good things, cheap, you know, and then he does receipts. I walk in the page, buy stuff, and, and he asked me, he said, do you know of a place in, in maybe 
by Yazid Bira, where he opened up the biggest store. And he was debating, he, he really, he, he could have opened up a much bigger store and done well, but he was debating, he had a sister-in-law who lived there, a brother lived there, a sister-in-law, she had some phones, she sold, maybe it's, she didn't feel bad. Now he was going back and forth, back and forth, whatever. Many years later, I was walking down, I walked by a store, and I remembered that his sister moved out, there was something, somebody just told me that the, there was like a big store open up there, I said, you know, something, whatever. So I walked in, I said, Moshe, I said, you remember you always told me you wanted to go? Something opened up, and I know your sister doesn't live there. So he says, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, whatever it was, I really wanted a larger business. But Bakshem, yeah, I think he had two children, I think he had a son and daughter, or whatever, they're married, and there are other things that might be more important. My story, my learning, my this. The store's okay, gives my nasa. My ambitions are in a different world now. I was very, very taken by the person. You know, it's okay. Right now, I don't need to look for more my nasa. So, my world is this. So, being able to understand the difference between that stuff and this world, this world is, is where, is, is what he's probably referring to. I want to ask a question about Chinuch. Um, and uh, I guess um, other, like, um, Bidiyabeds living out of town to Columbus, potentially, for some people. Um, why, was that, why is that a Bidiyabed? Uh, I'm saying, theoretically, if you consider the Chinuch, there may be some Bidiyabed Chinuch options, right. or the Shul may have Bidiyabed um, Kulas and different things. How do we look, like, what's the outlook of someone living out of town in a community where you see that there's something that doesn't, you ne- don't necessarily feel is what you represent as a Ben um, but you're in the situation, you're not leaving the situation, like what's the outlook um, for that? So, I once, at this hour, <laughs> many, many, many years ago, probably, I, I was still a boy in high school, I remember, I don't know why, I, we had a receiver's Hanukkah by Rebbe's house, and I said it hard. I'm not sure what the context was, why I said it, but I said, because there's two mishalim that are tied to the sasra. One mishal is a drop of ink can dirty an entire cup of water, entire pail of water. And one is that a candle can light up an entire room of darkness. So how do you find the two mishalim that assess each other? Both common mishalim, famous mishalim. When do you say this? When do you say this? So my answer was, if your being clean, good, white, is passive, that you're not dirty, then it takes a drop of ink and it makes it dirty. If if you radiate, then you dispel darkness. So depending on on where where your world of Torah and good is, that'll be the, the, the... point of reference. person who feels he's a fine person, so you are Mushpa by Yisvita, and you, 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 it's hard for you to um, not to feel that you're going to compromise. If, on the other hand, you, you have a sense by your mission, you invite people, you talk, you learn with people. <coughs> the, the house is a house that's mashpia. There's, there's a, a phrase in Kulim, whatever you use it, um, it says about, it speaks about the tzavr, whether whether or not the, the sakrim is bali adam or not. So the problem is, since the tzavr is retech, with, with the 
since the sack is okay for the tzavar to be boleh, so it says Aide the turret lemiflit loy boli. Since the tzavar is busy pouring dam out, it doesn't absorb. It's either. So they'll be the same thing. A person who is a mashpia, and that's his mitzvahs, then then it affects the, the children are growing up. Not I want to be like them, but we want to, to be mashpia, and that and that is um, that's good. That's positive. If if not, then you are, you're affected by everything around you. They have to think about it. So it really depends on. And showing effect how how you feel you can show back home. So if you're curl, if you're a mashpia, you're raw effect, then you have an advantage of that. If you are a balabas in the town, then you have to ask yourself, do I have a tsura of, of mashpia or am I one of the people, the, the most from person, the most person? And then it really does take a toll and you have to weigh that. And there are I mean I grew up I don't know what long as I was the city in that, but it was my dad. <coughs> And uh, then Lahavli and Shalim, and I'm still speaking for 25 years. And there, there are a lot of milas that I can tell you in terms of the, the, the emotional infrastructure of the kid growing up out of town. There's certain MS, a certain sincerity, certain Mimas. Some people call it Harry, but you know, it's just the same, same, <laughs> same idea. Uh, one, one of the Rabbi Kreis's son was learning to do the Mashkia for us. And he's a real kid, a lot of spunk. So in, in Philly, there, there are some tremendous unwritten hook in that a ninth grade that doesn't go to the 10th grade floor and 10th grade to the 11th grade. There's Milo Bekredish and below Marit, you're not allowed to go. So you decide on the second day, he's going to have a look at the 10th grade uh, door, what it looks like. So Salva stops him and says, where do you think you're going? Like, what do you think you're doing? So he says, can't you tell him out of town, Harry? <laughs> <laughs> But when I confront him, there's something, there's, there's something about the sincerity, the, the niceness, the, 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 there are a lot of subtleties that, that the smaller place, ha that town has, that the city gets lost, unfortunately. They're awesome. They're on my list. Yeah. Um, like I was telling the story before about, like, you know, the Talmud, who maybe wasn't the strongest guy in Yeshiva, but he got to work, he was like the chief rabbi. So like when you're coming to a point, you know, obviously uh, when we're, we're in your yeshiva, you try to set a certain standard for yourself as a ben Torah. But when you come to a place like Columbus, so whether you're a level seven ben Torah or level five ben Torah, you're still the chief rabbi. So how do you like imachaz yourself to kind of hold yourself to that higher standard and hopefully maybe even grow? So if a person, the, the more a person, people may not know the difference between Somebody who, who's, who's learning Gemara, Gemara Taisis, Gemara Taisis with Tzais, or Gemara Taisis with Tzais with Ophir. They might not have the ability, but they can look at a person and see something about a person. Whatever qualities you have, even though people might not be able to identify it, there's a feel and there's a sense of it. That's like like a Ramlele evil. People sense it. And and being a, a better, truly yourself, who you are, as, as much as you can. There are obviously some compromises when you come to the workplace. You, you don't have to look at cheap rabbi, but, but, but you, know, you, you have to, that's be some sort of adjustment, but, but holding standards that you want to hold is, is important because it, it, people, there is a big difference how people are affected. And if that's what they have to do, it does make a difference on your personal standards. I guess part of the question I, what I thought was meaning, how does a person keep that type of standard in mind when he's the 
the chief rabbi at the at yeah. The, Meaning that it's it's hard. There's no. So, so there are things. I, I could suggest one two things, and it's a good point. And one is, Rebbe Hanan had arguably the only high school level yeshiva in Europe. He, he produced all the bachim for all yeshivas. Baranovich was the only yeshiva from 12 years to 18 year old bachim, and every bach who went to another yeshiva had passed through that. that. It was the most important maaser in. Erbachanan, the yeshiva was very focused on Erbachanan. Every elbow he would go away to, um, to Rabbi, to the Chavetz Chaim, and he would spend elbow there burning and soaking it in. Every Chavetz Chaim was ifta, he would go, I don't know if he would call but he would let the count or the meal, the kelm. And, and, and the point was, every person needs to be machazic himself. So going, spending, Two or three weeks in the summer, going to a place that's like a Mahan um you know, and being in Yeshiva for a week or two or whatever it is is good. Having Chabrusi once in a month to, and learning a stack of learning over the phone or Zoom with somebody from it, those are good things to keep you, you know, so that, that perhaps you can you can keep touching base with, with who you are and what you are. And hopefully what you are. You know, that, I'm serious. It, it, yes, it's true that you, you need to keep touching base, but but to do it, either a person goes, you know, some a part of the year to back to a place where where you know, live in there or to, to go there and spend two three weeks at some point. It's a it's a healthy thing. It's a good thing. And having like a kavruza shaft or something once uh, every so often um, with somebody. Who's, who's holding stack in the other so side? You have the sense of things, you know, in the high back. It's sort of a similar, a similar note, you know, expressing, I, I guess, could say that's how you stay strong when your pool of peers that are up in Benetara is smaller and don't have that uh, peer pressure that you would have, that you had in Yeshiva. Uh, similar, you know, in a smaller community, the, you know, the Community leadership, or the, the you know, every mentor has to have a rub. But when you, when your rub is in another city, having that real relationship is is very very difficult to. Well, maybe there are you know maybe I'm speaking for myself, but it's very difficult to hold on to and certainly to cultivate that relationship. So, how do you have a you know, I guess make up for you know lack of a, a rub um, or the close proximity to a rub, anyways? When living in a smaller community, or is there a red? I guess in a similar vein, is there a red line where it's you know you've you've kind of gone too far from uh, that connection? So for, for the truth is, as, as life goes on, even people who are in in proximity with big people, how often do they touch base? How often do people live in Baltimore touch base with yeshivas in Baltimore? You know, it, it's it's not. It time goes on, people get busy with themselves, their families, and so on. But having a shaykhus with somebody that you consider it doesn't be a door, but it, yeah, there's an old young man, somebody that, that you look up to, having that clear once every other month, whatever it is, some sort of finding a place. It could be artificial, but but to, to do some sort of clear is, is is to talk over things and so on. It's a positive thing. So you learn learn there so already. Yeah, yeah. So, Raksha, it's a, it's a, it's a, there's a lot of, so find, find somebody who you feel 
this hardship doesn't have to be the pleasure of the aspects specifically to but just to have a sense of, of um, you know, it's a guidepost. You know that not one too far. The Morris says that a bird that hops, it keeps looking back and seeing its nest. Barbasser, it, it, it will only go as far as it sees its nest. It doesn't see its can, it doesn't, it, it, it stops hopping. So being able to look back and seeing something and having that, that, that uh, liquid is, is important. Unfortunately, today there's a big problem because of the numbers and the way things are structured. Even people in Shivas don't have a cash with their pay. When you have a Shiva with one Rebbe and 800 Talmudim like that in Israel, what what level cash can you have? I have a grandson who's learning a very good yeshiva in Israel, and there was one. There was the Magidishon there maybe, and, with, with, and there was a much the one Magidishon was a person to talk to and in both sides. He was open to talk to and, and he could be And my grandson had an appointment with him like for three months hence like that night. <laughs> he was Nifta. He was a young man in like his forties, and he wrote. But my, my grandson wrote a poem he sent me, like how he'll never have this conversation. And, and it's very heartbreaking that in a place, when I was in the Mir, there were 300 people in the Mir. So there were Shashivas, and they were very accessible. But there was this scuttle, this scuttle, this scuttle. There, there, there were big people there. They, they were, you know, they were light in their early 40s, late 30s, who were big people. And, and, and you could be there. You could, you could, you could talk. You could talk and learn. You could talk sound occasionally. And that's it's it's missing. Um, so finding somebody that you can keep a cashier with, even if you're not going to ask him your specific questions, you say that to somebody else that like the specific answers. Just that there's that there's that there's a person you feel you touch base with. Yeah. So somebody who already left yeshiva, it's um, you know it's kind of too late to find somebody from the yeshiva who they could stay in touch with, um, like you were saying. So, and you know, I understand the importance of having a Rebbe, having that everyone talks about, but like, practically. Where did you learn? Uh, Darachai. That's in Borough Park? Mm-hmm. Borough Park, yeah. What? Yeah, Borough Park. I, I have, I, I'm not, I have asking for a friend. Asking, yeah, asking for a friend. For a friend. <laughs> <laughs> I talk to my Rebbe every day. <laughs> so what, what, did, what did Rebbe say about this question? <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so, uh, so you know what? So a person takes off some time, like they go to some day, goes to a market, goes to a place like Lego Tank, asks somebody to match up with somebody. And again, if you find, if you want to look for a short Kavnetsky, then fine, then, you know, take a number and mine. But you're, you're in the light who you could, you know, if, if you're in a market and you, and you Take a chance, you know. You 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 take a chance and, and speak and learning, speak some. Develop a kesha. So I say, look around. says you have to be proactive in it. And and Baruch in a place like Lakewood, we have literally, you know, you have a yeshiva bringing horror with with you know, can you hundreds and hundreds of people, and and there are people that are yeshiva senior. If you have a chaver chaver, someone comes there can introduce somebody. Just having the cash with a bigger person is is, is, is very very precious. It, it cannot be understated. In the mirror, if I think back, I had tremendous amount of yeshivas. They're very accessible. And I had a kesha, but there were also many many 
I just didn't like that. It's just watching them, I learned, talking to them, as them, I'm learning. All these things, I, I learned a lot from them. An awful lot. Yeah. If a person would, uh, a person would be interested in learning all day, involvement in Boga, for whatever reason, has to work, support his family. What, and, and a lot of the day is spent in literally Chai Shah, things that have no, like no point, you know, I mean, Hashem has people for that, you know, like, like yet, wh how, how does a person reconcile, you know, why does Hashem need <coughs> to do this? You know, what, besides the fact, you know, I can be a Kedosh Hashem, I can, you know, I, I can be Mekai Mechosh Mishpat, but, like, like, why, like, why do I have to be, like, why would I have to do this? Do we have people for this? So, there are two questions in life, one of whom we need to struggle to find an answer, one of whom is counterproductive to struggle to find an answer. What is the question we need to struggle with? What am I supposed to do? That's a question that um, Paul gives to struggle with life. Why he gave it to us, I don't know. Um, I, I want to tell you, I had, I had, sometimes you have a, a scene that leaves you like, you can't believe the, the, the scene. A few years ago, back, five, six years ago, it was Purim, towards the end of the Suda, everybody was high. Brothers and kids in Shiva don't become drunk, but they become high, and they you know, and people kind of, so a voice is up next to me. This boy has, he's a Mitsuyan god like Mike. Mitsuyan, real Mitsuyan. He's, he's like a prize father. Comes from an extraordinarily difficult family situation. Extraordinary, really. And he's never spoken that. There was some, somebody else that he had this cashier with that he, that he spoke to, and that was fine. This person was there for him. Um, and then I had this point. But it was, he was, I guess he was high enough. He sits down next to me. And he says, um, you know, why did Hashem do this to me? Why did everybody else have a normal, happy home? And I have Gehenim and this and that and on and on and on and on. Why can't I be like everybody else and so on? And it's, it's like kind of, you know, everybody's high, just kind of talking. Next to on the other side, Wanda Zobogacha, who is, has a wonderful family situation, brilliant. Can't sit still for two minutes. But like, he, he was the one that the, the term ADHD was invented for. And, and it's like, it, 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 it's, it's that's very hard for him. Just everything is hard for him. He can't sit. And he sort of sits down next to me and he says, Why can't I be like everybody else? Why can't I sit still and sit? And then, like, he sort of and he points, Okay, why can't I be like him? And this guy's pointing, why can't I be like him? And, and, his, and the both of them. And it was like surreal. It was, it was, everything was like a haze. And he says, I have the worst thing. So I finally put my hand around him. I said, Kedalak, I assure you don't want to trade places. I assure you. <laughs> they, didn't even, they wouldn't even realize who the other person was. It was, kind of, it, it was sort of like everything was in a haze. I don't know. You know, it's no idea why. Um, it, and this question is unanswerable. But the, the, so the question I have to ask myself is, what do I need to do with what's in front of me? And how, how do I go about it? That's the only question that we have tools to, to finding out. So what, what can I maximize in the pool that I do? And in the country, there's no, there's no other uh, answer for that. 
and, and, and looking for anything else, there's so many, so many wise that, that's, that, Eos, Kreshkovo's answer to Eos was, why belongs to before the Bria, and that you have no access to. The question, the real question is life what do, I, what do I do with it? With whatever is given now, how do I, how do I make, make of it? What do I make of it? Rebbe's father has a letter to him bemoaning the same thing that you're writing about. Very, it's in the print of the Igris, um, where he writes very strongly about how I assume that he must have Kishon or similar with him, whatever, and he's writing about that. I don't know. You know, he, he brings the letters very, it's very powerfully written, very, very emotional. But you know, like it feels that he has to spend his time with that. The, the answer to that is, is we'll know after the why before. But now we all, hopefully we can figure out why. Right. But in, in terms of how a person should relate to himself in that situation, is it, you know, I wouldn't call it nomesh, but I mean, is it, is it, is it a gallus? Is it a, is it, I mean, is it, how, how do you maintain that, that? The only way to yeah. look at these things is as a challenge. It's like, it's like when you go into the state room and they give you three random nonsenses, you're supposed to figure out how to use it to get out. That's what you have to do. You have to figure out and say, I don't know, if this is what I have. I have to do with what's here. And, you know, and maybe someday, if we're lucky, we, we, it will become clarified. I had a question in terms yeah. of how do you proper, properly, me, um, I guess, figure out what the right amount of Heshtat was? I guess more than like than a time perspective. Do you try to come to the office at 7? Do you leave at 7? Being available? All the time, you know, via email, taking phone. You're talking about you're an independent person. In other words, you're not working for somebody. Yes, um, yeah, yes. Um, I, I think you need to <coughs> say to yourself if I were to ask an outsider, what's a reasonable amount of time to, to, for this field to make an and, and trust, a person himself always. Just another call, just another call. And I did there earlier, and I did there later. This is on the site. That's our nature. We, we, you know, ambition is, is part of who we are. But if a person starts by first being manager, what he wants in terms of ruchnius, how much time to spend, you know, learning, doubting, etc. And then ask himself, is the time left reasonable? Ask somebody outside. If, so if I, if I put in eight hours or ten hours in the office, does that mean what? Does it mean that I'm low poverty behind low poverty <coughs> You know, ask somebody else to evaluate you. I know there was even a man by us, doing the like, very special in like, really tremendous people. And, and, and they, they, they serious pay terror, they opened the business, business did very well, Baruch Hashem, they were very fine. And then business, that particular line of business basically stopped, finished. And they were looking for other things. And one of them came to me and asked me for Shaila. He said, we're doing a lot of established to find a business that will work for us. People say we should do more, more Ishtadlis. But he said, there's really no rational more Ishtadlis. I mean, yes, I can just pick up a phone and call every business in the, in the, in the, in the, in the yellow pages and ask them whatever it is. But, but that's not rational Ishtadlis. He said, we have clear areas where we think we could do Matsyach. It's very reasonable, and these are the places we can go, and you're even mapped out. Am I mechuyev to go 
just you know spin our wheels for the sake of Shabbos. I told him, no, that's not Gedarim Shabbos. Shabbos means there's a rational understanding why this would work for me um, and why it's important. When it starts becoming just screaming and yelling and calling and, and, and being busy, that's that's Gedarim Shabbos. So a lot of times when I have to help people, you know what, in this line of work, most people, you know, it, it, 10 hours a day should give you what you need and not, you don't need more than that. Of course, you will keep the office open longer, there'll be an occasional call otherwise, but that's not really what the job calls for. Find somebody that you trust and you feel good. What's that? Just a follow-up question on that. I mean, I think that, uh, you know, we're, we're all, you know, very familiar with the, the high cost of, of living. So like, you know, as a, a younger person, you know, then it's very easy for a person, you know, a person could say, you know, I'm 32 years old, for me, subsistence level is X, and you know, I could get by working, you know, 20 hours a week, 30 hours a week, whatever it is, and not save anything up. A person could say, let me try putting 50 hours a week, or whatever the numbers are, because, you know, right now my expenses are low, but, you know, we, everyone knows what's on the, uh, what's, what's on the horizon, you know, for so people with, with growing families, and tuition, costs, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, it's, you know, it's a person, you know, kind of when a person is trying to do, you know, hishtablet, you know, that, you know, how does that piece play out in hishtablet? So it's not just a question of what do I need right now, but, you know, when I'm trying to plan, plan for the future. So, is it, if, if what you're doing now could later on develop into what you need, reasonably so, but you can expand the business to fit things, then that that's the reason the Shabbos. You don't have to go the full mile. If there's no prospects, either now or never, I, I don't. I, I can tell you that Rav Shach told somebody once. Fascinating. I had a cousin whose father is living. He's living Kolo, in the mayor. His father left him money to live on. He was a wealthy man. His father, and he left him some sort of trust fund, I guess, whatever. He didn't need any money to to live off. You know, he didn't need to take money anywhere. But there wasn't enough money to marry off his kids. That wasn't going to happen. So, Aisha Torah offered him a job. And under normal circumstances, he would have taken it. He would have felt it was a lower than Irish share. He, wasn't, he didn't feel that that would have given him, you know, a reason to leave coal. If anything, he, he, he felt it was a concern. And that was his feeling. But they're paying, and he would need it when he makes hostess. So when did this work shock? It's a bizarre job, so now. So shock asked him, "Why you don't plan on marrying them off? <laughs> like, 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 what's the shayla?" Now it could be the difference was because it wasn't a process tire, so it was also tire. You no, know, it wasn't the level. I, I don't know what I, I don't know what the question I don't have the full context for it. I actually think that person shayla a lot by teaching. I, I, you know, I, I don't think I don't think Jeff Shach, maybe Shach had that in mind. I don't know. You know, I, I, I can't tell you the sister tire behind it. But but he did say so. If the person is if the person is a decent setup, and the guy Yoyim, it's 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 Abiderecha Teva, it can expand and so on. So I don't know. So use the time now. If it's something that it's like either you get into it now, or you don't make it. Then, then I don't. Then you need to do it. I guess. You you Hashem, there. Yes, the expenses will come. Even if they're lower, the the the. the um, the, the girls' seminaries to five thousand dollars <laughs> as per first uh, suggestion. <laughs> yeah. How, how do you reconcile 
things that you say are but shared the consequences of the actions that you took. So Klaudon so is what are you trying to do? If if you if a person is responsible for what he did, then he needs to take responsibility for it. I mean, if, let's take an example. Uh, in, the, in, the, in the Gemara speaks about uh, Rashi brings in the Swiss Parsha about two people, one person killed somebody by Mezik, by Asro, one, one killed somebody by Shogeg, and Asro was misaminated together, this guy falls on top of this guy. So the person who did it for Shogeg has to go, has to go to Golas, to Yemikla. He can't say, well, it was certain by Shad because this guy, it was a Murtzeach on the loose, so I was a Kashbrokh's personal Shliach. We say, that's a Kashbrokh's business. As far as you're concerned, it's a pretty serious thing. So what it, it, the question is, what am I aiming for? If I need to come to Birchitin and say, you know what, get used to the fact that you're missing this, we have that. That definitely we look at it that way. If on the other hand, it's a shadow, what should I do? Then I have to say to myself, I need to be stuck in something a bit wrong. So it can really depend on what the focus is of where you're going and so on. I have a, I have a, a, a passion to not which brings it out. Parashat says like this. David Amalek was, was running away from Akshara. And Shemir Gere comes along and curses him out. So now, David Amalek, and so Yoav says, if, if your master will excuse me a minute or two, I, w- I would like to serve you as head on a platter. And says, no, Hashem, I'm only Kalel, it's Hashem, and Hashem, and Hashem. Fine. Right? Fast forward uh, a bunch of years later, he's dying, and he calls him Shlomo, and he says, you know, I have some unfinished business, you've got to make sure Shimon Garrett gets killed. Now, it might also be the opposite, because that's all about in the Torah. When the guy is coming at us, we would say, um, we would kill the guy. 20 years later, when we're holding at the end, we forgive the person, that's that. What's the, what's the logic? The answer is, then it was Nagea, his own personal feelings, and his feeling of being hurt by him and so on, and he understood it as Ashkafa, this whole miser of Shalom, is, is, <coughs> is, 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 is an Einish, and this is part of it. Hashem Alekhalel. That's my feeling, that's my feeling, that's it. But, then, when he was dying, it wasn't about his feelings. There's a person who's Chayv Misa, and he has to be dealt with. So, it depends on all these things. What is a person, what's a Negea? If it's Negea, how should I change my mindset? Look at what your laziness caused <coughs> and your forgetfulness caused. Got this, got this, got this. Yep, those are good questions. But if you, um, if, if, if you're, so, so that's the ticket. But if it's just, you're just eating yourself up to something that happened and it's, and, and it's not like anything, it, it's, it weakens you. It, it doesn't help you. So a person needs to look at it and say, that's a big, that's the big question. Okay.